Welcome to Wisdom Today. My name is Bill Kelly, and I'll be your host. In this podcast, we will be exploring the book of Proverbs. Let's open in prayer. Father God, I thank you for anyone listening to this podcast today. Lord, I pray that you give them ears to hear and a heart to receive everything you have in store for them today. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. This is Proverb 24, beginning in verse 1. Do not be envious of evil men, nor desire to be with them, for their heart devises violence, and their lips talk of troublemaking. Through wisdom a house is built, and by understanding it is established. By knowledge the rooms are filled with all precious and pleasant riches. A wise man is strong. Yes, a man of knowledge increases strength, for by wise counsel you will wage your own war, and in a multitude of counselors there is safety. Wisdom is too lofty for a fool. He does not open his mouth at the gate. He who plots to do evil will be called a schemer. The devising of foolishness is sin, and the scoffer is an abomination to men. If you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is small. Deliver those who are drawn toward death, and hold back those stumbling to the slaughter. If you say, surely we did not know this, does not he who weighs the hearts consider it? He who keeps your soul, does he not know it? And will he not render to each man according to his deeds? My son, eat honey, because it is good, and the honeycomb, which is sweet to your taste. So shall the knowledge of wisdom be to your soul. If you have found it, there is a prospect, and your hope will not be cut off. Do not lie in wait, O wicked man, against the dwelling of the righteous. Do not plunder his resting place, for a righteous man may fall seven times and rise again, but the wicked shall fall by calamity. Do not rejoice when your enemy falls, and do not let your heart be glad when he stumbles, lest the Lord see it and it displease him and he turn away his wrath from him. Do not fret because of evildoers, nor be envious of the wicked, for there will be no prospect for the evil man. The lamp of the wicked will be put out. My son, fear the Lord and the king. Do not associate with those given to change, for their calamity will rise suddenly, and who knows the ruin those two can bring. These things also belong to the wise. It is not good to show partiality in judgment. He who says to the wicked, You are righteous, him the people will curse, nations will abhor him. But those who rebuke the wicked will have delight, and a good blessing will come upon them. He who gives a right answer kisses the lips. Prepare your outside work, 
make it fit for yourself in the field, and afterward build your house. Do not be a witness against your neighbor without cause, for would you deceive with your lips? Do not say, I will do to him just as he has done to me. I will render to the man according to his work. I went by the field of the lazy man, and by the vineyard of the man devoid of understanding. And there it was, all overgrown with thorns. Its surface was covered with nettles. Its stone wall was broken down. When I saw it, I considered it well. I looked on it and received instruction. A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest. So shall your poverty come like a prowler, and your need like an armed man. Today I'm going to take a little closer look at verse number 16. Verse number 16 of Proverb 24 says, For a righteous man may fall seven times and rise again, but the wicked shall fall by calamity. Friends, I'm just going to mention the first part of this verse. For a righteous man may fall seven times and rise again. Friends in life, we are going to have things that come our way that kind of may knock us off our feet, so to speak. There are going to be things we don't expect, but if you are walking a righteous life, you simply get up and begin walking again. It's okay if you fall down. The way I liken it is to somebody learning how to ride a bike. When you ride a bike, you're going to trip, you're going to fall, you're going to fall down and scrape your knee, but just get back up, get back on that bike, and begin riding it again. And eventually, you will stop falling as many times, and eventually, you will not fall at all. That is my thought. Give that some thought. But anyway, I'm going to close out the week today. And we've been in a study of humility uh, the last week, the last week and a half. So I am going to continue on that theme today. I'm going to talk about a well-known man, and that's King David of Israel. And King David was obviously a king, but before he was a king, he was a ruddy young man in 1 Samuel chapter 16. And he was coronated and anointed to be the next king of Israel. And when you're in that position, you do not expect for it to take as long as it did David. But David was a humble person. The Bible tells us that he was a man after God's own heart. Many of you know David as the man or the young boy who slayed a giant named Goliath. That chapter is 1 Samuel 17, and it talks about how David knew God, and he knew that if he had slain a bear and a lion, 
this giant would go down the same way. Unfortunately, David became king, and as a king, he became more and more and more comfortable, and one day, instead of going out to battle, as he should have, he stayed at home, and he was in the wrong place at the wrong time. And because he did that, he ended up having an adulterous relationship with a woman named Bathsheba. Unfortunately, she became pregnant, and that put David in an awful position. As a result of this, he ended up having one of his very close friends murdered. I want you to think about that. Very, very close friend. He didn't see any choice. And yet after this happened, he came and he was remorseful. And because of that, he humbled himself before God and he wrote a very famous psalm. And this is Psalm 51. So friends, if you have the ability, and if you're listening to this and you have the ability to sit down and close your eyes and meditate on this psalm as I read it. I believe that this will really touch your heart. Listen to King David. Have mercy upon me, O God, according to your loving kindness, according to the multitude of your tender mercies. Blot out my transgressions. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity, and cleanse me from my sin. For I acknowledge my transgressions, and my sin is always before me. Against you, you only, have I sinned, and done this evil in your sight, that you may be found just when you speak, and blameless when you judge. Behold, I was brought forth in iniquity, and in sin my mother conceived me. Behold, you desire truth in the inward parts, and in the hidden part you will make me to know wisdom. Purge me with hyssop, and I shall be clean. Wash me, and I shall be whiter than snow. Make me hear joy and gladness, that the bones you have broken may rejoice. Hide your face from my sins, and blot out all my iniquities. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me from your presence, and do not take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation, and uphold me by your generous spirit. Then I will teach transgressors your ways, and sinners shall be converted to you. Deliver me from the guilt of bloodshed, O God, the God of my salvation, and my tongue shall sing aloud of your righteousness. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall show forth your praise. 
for you do not desire sacrifice, or else I would give it. You do not delight in burnt offering. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and a contrite heart. These, O God, you will not despise. Friends, listen to the humility that David is showing here. I can only imagine what it must have been like to have one of his best and dearest friends gone because you were responsible for his murder. He took his wife and the wife became his. Friends, that's hard to overcome. And I'm here to tell each and every one of you, you've all made mistakes, as have I. We've all made mistakes, but God knows where you are. And my call to action today is very simple. Ask God, what do I have to get rid of that I have in my heart? What can I get rid of so that I can be clean inside? You believe you're clean. You feel you're clean. Friends, Jesus, by dying on that cross, has already forgiven you of all of your sins. But my question to you is, have you forgiven yourself? And this is my encouragement to anyone listening today. If Jesus has forgiven you of your sins, why are you holding on so tight to them? Let them go. In 1 Peter, he says, Cast all your cares upon the Lord, for he cares for you. Friends, if you have listened to this podcast on a number of occasions, and you feel that you have been blessed by them, I have two suggestions I would like. I would like for you to go on and rate my podcast, preferably with a five, and I would also like for you to consider sharing these podcasts with someone close to you either a family member, a friend, someone at work, and I have made things easy for you. I'm on Apple Podcasts, very simple. If you begin listening to me on Apple, it will pop up pretty much every day, and I've gone back and numbered every episode. I believe this is number 230 that I've done, and I've also named each individual episode. So you have the ability to go in and select any one of the podcasts that you have liked. Friends, I will never end a podcast without giving anyone an opportunity to receive Jesus as their Lord and Savior. If there is anyone listening today and you have never taken that step, or if you have at one time given your heart to Jesus and you know you've kind of just slipped away a little bit, and God is like tugging at your heart, 
and he's saying, you know you want to draw closer to me, you can say this prayer as well. It never hurts to say this prayer, and you can never say it too many times. God, thank you for sending your son Jesus to earth. Jesus, thank you that you were willing to come to earth and die on a cross as the perfect sacrifice for all mankind. By doing that, you have put me in right standing. You have forgiven me of all of my sins. Not only have you forgiven me of all of my sins, but you have given me the ability to walk in healing, to walk in prosperity, to walk in forgiveness, to walk in mercy, to walk in compassion for other people. Jesus, thank you for your sacrifice. I ask that you come into my heart. I make you my Lord and Savior. Friends, if you repeated that prayer, I ask that you reach out to me on my Facebook page, Bill Kelly, K-E-L-L-E-Y, and if you have any specific questions, I will be happy to get back to you. Reach out to me on Messenger. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Friends, I pray over you. I pray over your entire family. I pray blessings on this weekend. Tell every member of your family how much you love them and study and bless each one. God bless you. Come back on Monday as we further explore wisdom today.